0: This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. We have protein. Now, I know I harp on about protein, but protein is so important in fat loss. And the reason is very similar to lifting weights we want to ensure that we are holding on to as much muscle as we possibly can during a fat loss phase and encouraging that fat to go away and a great way to do that is to eat adequate amounts of protein now when we are in a calorie deficit we actually probably want to make sure we're eating more protein than if we are at maintenance or in a calorie surplus. So really the range is anywhere between 1.8 to 2.2 grams of protein per kilo of your body weight. And if you are in a fat loss phase, I'd highly encourage you to hang around the top end of that, even if it's just two grams per kilo of your body weight, that's gonna really help you once again, making sure that you're holding onto as much muscle as possible, but also keep you satiated because of out of all of the macronutrients, carbohydrates, fats, protein, Protein is the macronutrient that keeps you the most satiated. Now, another little factor as to why we want to prioritize protein during a fat loss phase is TEF, the thermic effect of food. What the heck is that? Let me tell you. So, this is the amount of calories that your body burns when it's digesting food. Now, out of all of the foods so we have the macronutrients once again protein actually burns the most amount of calories during the digestive process meaning we actually don't know how many calories that your body holds on to once you've actually consumed that protein and how much is lost throughout that digestive process so please eat protein at every meal make sure you're eating adequate amounts of protein if you want to be successful in your fat loss phase okay this next one is not necessary but it is very helpful and that is track your food And track all of your food. Do not forget about the bites and nibbles that you took because that all adds up, especially in a calorie deficit. It's very important that we are staying as adherent as possible. Now, I know that some of you don't like to track your calories. This is the way that I would put it. If you have a history of some kind of disordered eating and it is triggering for you, please do not even contemplate tracking your calories. However, if you just don't enjoy it, but you have no knowledge around what you're actually eating and what is in foods, You need to spend a little bit of time tracking your calories so you actually know what you are consuming. And I know it can be a pain in the butt, but trust me, after literally a week, not even a week, I reckon like two to three days of being consistent with tracking, it will become so easy. And here's the thing, you usually eat the same foods day in, day out. So there is no need for you to track every single day unless your food you know, drastically changes every single day, which probably the majority of you, it doesn't, right? We love our routine and we usually eat the same kinds of things, but you need to really set aside some time and investing in learning, like what are you actually eating? What is in a food? So you know whether what you're consuming is actually getting you closer to your goals. Next tip is to either eliminate or completely reduce alcohol. Alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. A lot of us have complicated relationships with it. This is probably a topic for another episode that we can go into, but just keep in mind that alcohol is calories. When you do drink alcohol, they can add up quite quickly. And the hard thing about all of this is that when we drink We then generally make decisions around nutrition that aren't aligned with our goals. And if you think about it, you're doing this every single weekend, you're most probably getting yourself out of a calorie deficit. And now what's happening is, is you're either eating at maintenance or on a calorie surplus, you're feeling really frustrated. And it's kind of like that eating quote unquote perfectly during the week and then going off track on the weekends. I would challenge you to potentially reduce or completely eliminate alcohol even for a short period of time and just see how you feel it's also a really good exercise to figure out why you enjoy drinking alcohol a lot of us drink alcohol because it helps us socially in situations it relaxes us it helps us with social anxiety and actually not relying on that can be a really interesting time to be able to reflect on hey maybe my relationship with alcohol isn't the healthiest and kind of sit with that sit with that uncomfortable feeling and figure out if you want to reintroduce it into your life but that is just something to think about obviously you don't need to do any of these is it just suggestions and from my experience with working with a lot of people alcohol and then you know the cheeky burgers and fries that you have after a night out is the undoing of being in a calorie deficit okay this next one here is annoying but it's just something that you do need to consider if you're in a calorie deficit and that is stop eating out so much i know that we absolutely can and should be able to eat foods outside of our home that aren't cooked from home and still have balance in our life but if your goal is fat loss and you should only be in a calorie deficit for a short period of time and you do need to sacrifice some things regardless of what choices that you make when you're eating out there are better choices to make but keep in mind they are always going to be high calories than the meals that you cook at home what i would suggest doing is if you are in a calorie deficit you know allowing yourself to have one to two meals out per week and then prepare the rest of your meals at home Remember guys, this is a short period of time. If you are serious about getting results, you can't, you can't have the best of both worlds. You can't go out and eat whatever you want and expect to still be in a calorie deficit. So as much as you possibly can prepare your meals at home, don't allow yourself to go out hungry, right? So if you're preparing ahead, you know, you've got options when you come home or you're having something before you go out. And still enjoy yourself. This is not like you can't eat out at all, but just understand that there are going to be sacrifices when you're trying to lose fat and you're eating in a calorie deficit and eating out every single day is just not going to help you achieve that goal. Second to last point. Okay. Are you ready? Be patient. Know that when you're wanting to achieve a goal, and if that is fat loss, it is going to take time. It is going to take consistency and adherence. Now, if you have a week or you have two weeks where you see no shift in scale weight don't worry i see a lot with our girls that it takes up to three weeks to see any kind of shift when you're in a fat loss phase and the worst thing that you can do is panic when you don't see a change in scale weight Or, you know, your measurements are staying the same and you just drop your calories, right? Because what happens is, is you may actually be in a calorie deficit. Sometimes it just takes some time for the body to kind of kick in and go, oh, okay, we need to be losing some fat here. It does take some time. I would be waiting at least three weeks and then readjusting my nutrition if you're not seeing any results. And remember, your results aren't going to be the same week in, week out. You're going to have times where you potentially lose fat, right? You potentially lose weight on the scale. Great okay for two weeks things might stay the same don't get disheartened and please don't take drastic action or go stuff it you know this is not working and throw the towel in it's going to take consistency it's going to take patience and staying adherent so stick with it and don't get disheartened if you don't see continuous results week in week out that just does not happen and now my lucky last tip and this may be just the most important and that is have a plan to get yourself out of a calorie deficit this is where people go wrong i always say weight loss it's easy it's a piece of cake you just don't eat the cake (laughs) you just eat less calories but how do you maintain your results long term without binging and overeating and just gaining that weight back you need to have a plan in place you don't necessarily need to reverse diet and i really can't tell you whether you need to reverse diet or not because it depends on so many things But you need to have a strategy to get yourself out of a calorie deficit, go back up to maintenance, restore your biofeedback and not stay in a deficit. You want to be able to maintain the results that you worked hard to achieve. It's so frustrating when you've worked really hard and you lose those results and you're back at square one. And that's because you haven't thought really far ahead you haven't thought beyond the calorie deficit what is the diet after the diet look like for you and you need to have a plan and the other cool thing about this is if you set yourself a goal like six weeks eight weeks of being in a calorie deficit you know there's an end date there and it's so much easier for you to make sacrifices for six to eight weeks than thinking oh my goodness i'm going to reach my end goal and then i need to maintain this for the rest of my life these low calories otherwise i'm going to gain the weight back no not at all but you do need a plan to get yourself out of that calorie deficit and those are my 10 fat loss tips now we're going to go into the listener question remember guys if you want me to answer your question head to the podcast show notes there is a form that i have linked there ask a question i'm answering one listener question per week and today's is from melissa melissa i don't have your instagram handle but big shout out to you okay so your question is I have 20 pounds of fat and would like to gain muscle. Do I recomp or cut bulk cycle? What is the best way to go about it? This is a great question. Do I focus on building muscle or do I go into a calorie deficit? Now, this is really going to depend on how much fat you have to lose. Now, if you are overweight, if you are obese, the most important thing is your overall health. and That is going to decrease your fat, right? So that's number one. Now, if you've been chronically under eating, you're just not happy with your body, then I would suggest probably spending some time increasing your metabolism. This is not about gaining weight. This is about increasing your metabolism, improving your biofeedback so you actually can go into a successful fat loss phase. This really does depend on your starting place. So if you have excessive amounts of fat to lose, you absolutely want to really prioritize dropping some body fat first because that's going to be the best thing for you and for your overall health. However... If you are just not happy with your body, but you haven't been treating it right, you may need to increase your maintenance calories, spend some time improving your metabolism, your biofeedback, so you can effectively go into a calorie deficit and then lose that fat. And sometimes that actually means being uncomfortable because you may not be happy with the way that your body's looking now, but what are your options? You drop your calories lower. And then you find it really difficult to actually lose any fat and then you potentially get into overeating more because you can't stick to those low calories and you're actually not getting anywhere, right? So this is about, and looking at the big picture, how are you going to achieve the goals that you want to achieve? How do you arrive at your end destination and then reverse engineer from there and be really honest with yourself about what you know, you probably know what you should be doing here. But if you're in a position where you have been eating a really good amount of calories, listen, go for a cut. If your goal is fat loss, but you've been eating a good amount of food, you've absolutely earned that right to get into a calorie deficit.